0: Okay, so here's our man-chan. It's our ritual. It goes like this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I
0: think we blew the speaker <laughs> 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 It
1: must be like, what the fuck? Woke
0: Steven up next door. Jeez, look at that. Okay, (laughs) okay, so is this your guys' first podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. All right, we're gonna get started today, listeners. We are sitting with Toivo Kimmel and Winston Carter. Toivo is a 27 year old entrepreneur from Estonia, he's in the personal development industry and runs a website called conquergreatness.com. He offers meditations to help skyrocket productivity, reduce stress, and increase motivation winston is a twenty-year-old entrepreneur from new zealand he has an amazon fba business and just now reaching out into his own e-commerce website his first business was started at the age of eighteen and just recently sold it after sixteen months here's what i love about these two guys they are both in their twenties and they're both building and running businesses while at the same time traveling the world Toivo comes from a place that traditionally is not known to create people that work in the personal development industry and travel Winston has an incredible head start in life from starting a business at a young age and selling it. Toivo and Winston, welcome to the show. Thanks, Chris. Thanks. So I first want to hear your guys' stories, and we'll start with you, Toivo. Tell us about how you got into business and being an entrepreneur and being location independent and traveling. Sure,
2: yes. So how I got my start was really network marketing. Um, I was uh, working as a sound engineer back in Estonia. And I realized that doesn't it doesn't really provide me with the lifestyle I'm after. Mm-hmm. And my one of my friends at the time introduced me to network marketing, and I was like, "Oh wow, it, look, I can make money and not having to be you know stuck anywhere in one certain place." Uh, so I joined that uh, that company. Didn't really work out in a sense that uh, the guy who sponsored me quit the company right after. Uh-huh. But I still had the dream, so I kept looking for solutions. So what uh, ended up happening was. Uh, I I joined another person in the same company, another team, and working hard at it for two years, had limited success with it, discovered that it's not really a business that fits my personality very well. Uh-huh. So that's why I quit that. Um, but the dream stayed with me, so I started looking at various uh, opportunities to make money online. Um, did SEO for a few years, again, had limited success with it. Didn't really fit my personality too well as a mm-hmm. Too much analytical stuff, not enough creativity. And basically, that's why I finally found my way to making this website called conquergreatness.com, where I'm just putting out great, great personal development information, information that has changed my life, and I just help people to overcome their problems and obstacles and so they can reach their, their true potential.
0: Nice. So I was in the network market industry and for a couple of years and tell me, what I got an incredible amount of, out of it, although it wasn't really successful as a business, I guess you could say.
2: What did you get out of network marketing? The biggest thing for me was the personal transformation really because they have great training and they really push you. Mm-hmm. I think that's uh, one of the best things about network marketing industry because anyone can join it. You don't have to have any experience whatsoever and they will teach you what's the business mindset and how you need to transform yourself in order to be successful in business and so forth. So, yeah. so that was the biggest thing for me. I was able to meet some really pretty high-level people
1: who have just changed my life forever.
0: Nice. Very cool. All right, Winston, we'll go to you. Can you tell us your story?
1: Yeah, sure. A um, very first business, uh-huh. so, so that was basically founded when I had left school and I was sort of, you know, wondering what to do, wondering where to go and... and all the rest of it. But and first, you washed cars, right? First, I washed windows. Wash windows. I washed windows. <laughs> how um, did you
0: get into that industry?
1: <laughs> oh, man. I, I basically left school. That's how. yeah, I left school. I got sent to, I guess it was like a, it was a, a private sort of boarding school. So it was um, the big thing was you know you go to university and you do your degree and and all the rest of that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and like so many others, I got the rich dad, poor dad bug. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, read that book, and <laughs>
0: you had that too. I totally. did, oh, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: It's uh, yeah. It, it was never the same after that. It was, it was actually crazy. You know, people say it all the time, but it, it really did just change my mindset. So I I basically s- left school with with one year to go and didn't really know what I wanted to do. But I just sort of looked down the track. I was like, you know, if I if I go to university, I'm going to get a job. Do is that what I want? And and I sort of made the the reasonably bold decision to say. That's not what I want uh, in, mm-hmm. in the future. So, uh, left school and uh, started a, a window cleaning business with my friend. <laughs> we, we were just—I remember like looking on on uh, on the internet for jobs, and it's like, man, it's just so crappy. Like, there's, there's nothing here. So uh, we go do our own thing, and, and we did that for a little bit, but it's it was. You know, it's washing windows. It's it's never going to be anything more than that. So uh-huh. uh, we did that for a little while, and uh it, you know, kind of kind of fizzled out. It was just not very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, and so after that, I I got a job selling vacuum cleaners door to door. Oh, you which, did that? Yeah, I did that. I, I did used that to
0: sell uh, books door to door, like educational books. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah I uh, I did that for about a year. And uh, oh, really? I did. It was a tough gig, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <No. laughs>
0: you had doors slamming in your face yeah. and people yell at you. Dogs chasing you, right? Yeah, yeah. Did you ever remember, get
1: bit by a dog? Uh, no, but my friend did. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, and so, yeah, I was, I was doing that. And I was still 17 at the time. I remember I couldn't, like, go to the bar or anything with uh, with my boss one time. I was <laughs> 17 years old. And uh, I remember I made, like, 1400 bucks one week. It was like I was on top of the world, man. It was, it was nice. crazy. But... Yeah. Uh, Next week I don't make any money, so that's that's how it goes. But uh yeah, so I did that for a little bit, did it for probably just over a year and I I basically did it just for the experience. I didn't really yeah, you know, want a career in selling vacuum things or anything like that. But yeah, so so did that and dabbled in a a couple of online type businesses and stuff like that, which didn't really work out. They had no money, so I went and got this crappy job nailing bits of wood together basically uh-huh. and it, i just hated it like so bad that it just pushed me to like just scour the internet for ages and, and try and find a way out basically and you um, had
0: no you didn't have any other friends or role models or anybody that were working on it that was working on the internet no nah, man
1: like, i i just uh, had podcasts really you okay. know and yeah it, it, it was you know looking back it probably would have been a good idea to uh to reach out but i mean that's um it is what it is, it, it worked out, but the thing that scared me was like, it was just a bunch of older dudes, you know, like, nailing wood together, but okay with it, <laughs> so yeah. like, they they'd <laughs> accepted that, it was going to be their life, and it was just like, right. if I stay here, man, that's going to be me, so, um, so, I, uh, shout out to a guy named Daniel Weaffi. Uh I, uh, actually, I did have a mentor, it was, uh, I joined his Facebook group, it was basically just like a personal, development type group of like 50 people, it was real low key, didn't have to pay anything. And uh-huh. he, he was in Nevada doing a, um, a legal document service which was basically divorces so uh, I was like hey man, I, I can do that in New Zealand so copied his business model basically, he showed me what to do and uh, I built a website on Wix.com, like the easiest thing to go okay, put yeah. a website on and uh, threw it up <laughs> and ran some ads and I remember I uh, I was living at my friend's place at the time and and went to work that day and came back and I had a sale for like 200 bucks. I just set the price point at 200 bucks and and, uh, came back and it was like the most pumped up I've ever been. (laughs) I more so than
0: so more than making the fourteen hundred dollars selling vacuum cleaners. Yeah, yeah, it was because was
1: like <laughs> I did it, <laughs> right? But I didn't know how to do the work. Like I didn't know how to fill it out or anything. So I was like, shit, no, I, I got to go. Uh, you know, figure it out. So I uh, went and went to a judge in New Zealand and pretended I needed a divorce and got him to walk me through it and stuff like that, and then use that information to. Like, <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> to do this guy's thing and uh and, and build a business around that. <laughs> okay yeah. and uh yeah and and it worked out man I, was, I got another sale the next day and the next day and uh all of a sudden i was i was making more money doing that than i was doing my job i was like uh-huh. um you know it, it was cool and so long story short with that i i basically outsourced all the work and uh had processes in place and it was it was passive income and you can sell passive income and uh-huh. uh just after i established fba i needed um a variety of reasons for selling it, but I needed stock, which cost money, and so it was, I just thought you know having it on sort of like a resume type thing or whatever would be good as well. A mm-hmm. uh, run on the board, so yeah, so sold it with uh, with Empire Flippers, and it uh, it was cool. It worked
0: out. Why did you decide to sell?
1: I I had a couple of reasons. One, I, I felt the the business was based around a, a flaw in the court system, it was basically a little bit more difficult than it should have been. And uh, Australia, for example, had fixed that issue. So I was like, as soon as we fix this issue, I basically don't have a business. So that was, that was one thinking, uh, one sort of train of thought. And then uh, the other one was just getting the money. Like <laughs> I uh, had, had a, you know, my FBA business that I'm working on now, it, it was selling and uh, just having no stop and knowing you could be selling. X amount of stuff a day is a pretty bad feeling. And, and I saw the ceiling to be much higher in that than, uh, than this divorce and was always going to just tick over at, at what it was going to do. So, uh, so yeah, just, just saw the higher ceiling and the opportunity to move into it uh, with the sale. And, and yeah, did, did it.
0: Cool. And where are you going now?
1: Where am I going now? yeah i'm just following my nose man yeah (laughs) uh, yeah uh, maybe rio maybe china worry
0: with your business with your business oh with my business
1: i i kind of want to do another exit again Uh, i i I, just with amazon in general i'm a little bit uh scared having your whole livelihood dependent on someone else's company like it's amazon's company right it's uh they call the shots like you you yeah You know, it's a privilege to sell on them, and if they want to turn you off, they can turn you off. So, you know, right now, I'm just building it as big as possible, and then maybe in a year to to one and a half years, I'm going to try and um, do a big exit and and start something else.
0: This trend with Amazon kind of reminds me a bit of uh, what Google did with, uh, like, the niche websites and AdSense, like, back in... 2008 2007 2009 that's what i started off in. and i realized that you know we were just pretty much milking the tea of google you know and if they they, they would write a new algorithm and then income would be wiped out as what happened to me in 2011
2: same thing that happened to me and that's why i quit the CEO, really yeah yeah
0: yeah so yeah but yeah run with the trend you know while you're there and then and then find the next thing yeah true. yeah that's uh that's a good strategy I've, yeah. I've had a
1: few scares uh just recently actually <laughs> with like you know if they turn your account off you've got nothing so mm-hmm. it's one flick of a switch and yeah. when, uh, when everything you <laughs> live on depend on is can be turned off with the flick of a switch yeah it's uh, never a great place to be i yeah. don't think so. that's very true
0: cool Toibo, so you're here in chiang mai tell us why you decided to come to stay at the house here in chiang mai
2: Sure, basically I had decided to move to Chiang Mai actually before I even heard of the house Mm. and I started looking up information about it. The reason I wanted to move here was, I come from Estonia, not many online entrepreneurs there. Mm. I mean, I've been trying to do this for a few years really and never had anyone to do it with. seemed like a great opportunity to move here with all this digital nomad community. And yeah, basically I was looking up information about Chiang Mai, the entrepreneur, his house came up and it sounded like a great opportunity to come and... uh, meet a lot of like-minded people in a short amount of time also it seemed like a great opportunity for personal growth to see if i can push myself how, how hard i can push myself and so forth nice yeah so so that's really how i ended up here i wasn't even sure if i qualified i remember sending you an email like uh, hey chris like Here's what I'm planning to do. Do you think I actually should come and attend? And you're like, well, do you have a business? Do you have a business plan you're working on? I'm like, yes. I'm like, well, yes. Then you qualify. <laughs> <laughs> so, have you have you pushed yourself? Have you have you um, met your expectations? Of you know, you said you wanted to push yourself while you were here. Yes, absolutely. I can say that. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's been pretty transformative for me because I've learned a lot about myself, especially with the Focus 55. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was writing a sales letter for a product I was going to sell. And basically, just because I had I had made a commitment to focus on that and actually finish that sales letter within that period of time, I, I was really pushing myself. And that made me realize that I, I actually didn't like what I was doing. So I kind of scrapped my whole business plan and started over with a different one with the help of some advisors here. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but if I hadn't been at Focus 55, what would have happened is uh, I would have been writing it in writing it in my apartment or something, and I would have been simply like, oh, you know, I don't feel like doing this. Something's off, and I'll mm. continue with this later. Right. And then instead of having that realization that, oh, wow, I actually don't like what I'm doing, instead of that, I would have simply dismissed it as a feeling off. Yeah. And, and I would have tried to continue and push, push forward with it later. Yeah. But that's simply because of Fox 55, I was able to actually realize that I was kind of on the wrong path with my
1: business. Cool. What's the biggest value, Winston, that you've gotten out of staying here? Um, the, the single biggest value, if I had to split it down to one, it would be just the people, like, the, the people make, uh, anything really in, in, in an organization or in life, but, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you, you, can't really put a dollar value on it. Like, you can try to put a, a dollar value on, um, consulting fees or something like that that you might save or, or just, you know, general money saving in, in Chiang Mai, but, uh, just having having great friends and great people it's it's you know it, you can't put a price on it it's it's really awesome and everybody that that comes to the house is you kind of you kind of know what they're going to be like before you even get here because they can if you're going they're going to probably be a little bit like you in some mm-hmm. way and it, uh, it it can be so hard to find that back in the west I think um, yeah and, and it sucks doing it alone you know so just yeah having having a support network having just good friends having constant people to bounce ideas off uh, that's that's I think where the, the real value lies and the, the real uh, you know sort of speciality of, of what you're doing is
0: yeah what's the most fun thing you've done in the house Toyo? don't
2: think too hard <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. I don't know I just kind of enjoy the whole thing I can't say that there's one thing that really stands out because I enjoy the whole experience really I mean going out uh, at night you know going out for dinner having a chat with all these guys about various various subjects it's 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 simply what I came here to do and it's all good fun for me I'm not really after one specific activity that's uh, this, that great or, or whatever it's simply the whole experience is in itself
1: is it's great. Cool. That's what I can really say. <laughs> most fun memory for you? <laughs> maybe, maybe, uh, skidding over on motorbikes all day, but, uh, it's yeah. probably the most intense. Can like, you elaborate
0: that? On that yeah, yeah, so we,
1: we basically went for a motorbike trip through the jungle, like the actual jungle. The real jungle? <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> <laughs> it's like a tiny little goat track, uh yeah, with a huge cliff on one side, and like <laughs> a slippery, muddy track on the other side, and, uh, and it was gonna be for three days, I don't know how we would have made it, but uh yeah, we did we did one day before uh before breakdowns and stuff had to bring us back. But that was uh it, it was cool, man. It was like we were we were actually out in the jungle a group of guys and we had to work together to uh to basically bring us all home because we had all sorts of issues come up and, and uh injuries and all that sort of stuff and yeah. it, it was like you know, just, just the teamwork and camaraderie was, was it was intense, but yeah. it was
0: fun. That's one really, really good thing about that trip is, well, two things. One that says a lot about the type of people that are in the house, right? Because mm-hmm. you can take them into a jungle in an intense situation on a, on a dirt bike where they don't really know how to ride it that well and they're crashing a lot and people are worried and bikes are breaking down and, and emotions are getting high. But because we had that caliber of people, like if it would have been a, a normal a group a trip with a group of backpackers or tourists, it wouldn't have been such a great experience because somebody would have freaked out. But everybody handled it, handled it, and everybody worked together as a team, like you said. Yeah. It was an incredible lesson in teamwork because we didn't know exactly what we were getting ourselves into, but excited for it at the same time. But when 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 the shit hit the fan, like everybody handled each other and took care of each other too. You know, one guy was out of water, we get water. He's out of food, we get food. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. People yeah. were you know kept crashing on on the hill, and we'd run and we'd help pick the bike up and get him up the hill, and so yeah. Is a, is a good experience. So Cool. Well, we're going to end our podcast there. Toivo and Winston, I want to give you guys a big thank you for coming onto, us, onto the show. Thank you for coming to Chiang Mai, and thank you for staying in the Entrepreneur House, guys. I truly hope your experience here has been business and life-changing. So before we sign off today, uh, we'll start with Toivo. Can you tell the listeners where they can get a hold
2: of you at? Yeah, basically, you can contact me just by checking out my website conquergreatness.com under the contact tab, mm-hmm. and uh, through my email address will be there so if you want to get a hold of me just send me an email or you can look me up on Facebook just with my name Toivo Kimmel Perfect so, yeah. And Winston?
1: Yeah, Facebook as well uh, Winston Carter Email, you can email just whcarter1350 at gmail.com If you, uh, you don't have any questions about the house or anything else it's uh, we could get, get hear from him
0: Cool well, Thank you guys and we're signing off The Entrepreneur House is a travel and co-living experience for online entrepreneurs. Imagine spending 1 to 2 months in the world's most exotic cities with other successful entrepreneurs. Day to day you interact with other very driven and smart business people. Spending a long amount of time with them alters your business and your mentality around your business. Goals are set, new businesses are formed, new partnerships will develop, greater profit margins are achieved and the productivity skyrockets for those living in the house. For those of you that are interested, be sure to Contact us through the EntrepreneurHouse.com website. For now, saludos from somewhere in the world.